the Fire Brigade Employees Union has accused the government of shutting down stations to save money. The union says the move would mean crews would be sent further afield to cover closed fire stations. So in other words, what they're saying is if you have a a fire or a car accident or a chemical spill, say somewhere around the Hawkesbury and Richmond Fire Station is closed, then you'd have to wait for the next available unit to turn up. Where's it going to come from? Windsor, Blacktown, Rudy Hill? Uh, The points are valid, so we'll try and dig down into the detail. Uh, Jihad Dib, good morning to you, Jihad. How are you, mate? Good morning, Marcus. Good, mate. How are you going? Yeah, well, um, now as the shadow emergency minister, what do you make of this? Well, I think you summed it up pretty well at the opening there, Marcus. What it really comes down to is a cost-cutting exercise. Um, So that's the one element. But the fact is that it actually increases the possibility of danger, and I'm worried about you know, some real tragic ramifications. The important thing with emergency services is to respond as quickly as possible. And, you know, we can't predict where or when a fire is going to take place or an emergency service response. So you can't take that risk by saying, well, you know, we don't have enough staff, so we're just going to temporarily close this station. The simple solution is to make sure that we've actually got enough fireys. Well, yes. Uh, Why don't we have enough fireys? Well, that's a good question to ask the minister. I mean, I'm sure he'll, you know, he'll say that we do have enough. But the fact of the matter is that there's there's certain staffing levels in stations, and then we have these uh, other firefighters called retained firefighters who basically fill in any gaps where there might be a shortfall. Uh, whether we need to do a bigger recruitment drive, uh, whether we need to make sure that we've got people coming into the fire services, they're questions that need to be asked. Because really, it comes down to this: you don't skimp on emergency services. You don't take risks with emergency services. All right, and, only- and that's what uh, you and the unions are claiming, that perhaps the New South Wales government is skimping, saving money uh, by taking away resources from from usually manned fire stations. Well, 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 it seems to be that, um, you know, any of those gaps that need to be filled, as I said, with the retained firefighters usually operate from somebody who is a fiery. Uh, yeah. They come in at work a little bit over time to make sure that the minimum number of staff, the minimum number of firefighters is available at any given time. So it really does come down to a dollars issue. Now, I know that the uh, fire and rescue is saying that, you know, there's improvements in technology and things like that. Well, that may be true. But the fact of the matter is, as you said, if there's an emergency accident or, God forbid, a fire, yeah. you know, you've still got to get people there and you want to get them there sooner rather than later because that's the difference. And you don't want to be looking back at a tragedy and say, we could have done better if we had more staff. Yeah, it does, sound, it does sound a little bureaucratic when you, you read this sentence. Um, they say the changes are a result of changing demographics, improvements in technology and more modern understanding of fire safety and risks. More modern understanding of fire safety yeah. and risks. That sounds to me like a, a bit of uh, bureaucracy speak, uh, which basically tries to, to cover up uh, for the fact that there aren't enough uh, resources, human resources at least. Right. Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I mean, you can have a better understanding and you can have technological advances, but the fact of the matter is you still need the fireys there on the ground to be able to respond to things as quickly as possible. It's not like a controlled fire where you say, well, at this particular point in time, there's going to be a fire or there's going to be an accident or there's going to be a chemical spill. It just happens. And we've got to make sure that we've got people there who are ready to respond as quickly as possible. I mean, the fact of the matter is if we talk about changing demographics as well, the counter, the, the counter to that, of course, is, well, then where's the increase in the number of fireys who are being employed in other parts? Where are the new stations? But if you lived in one of those towns that had your fire station closed, 
you, you've got every right to start feeling a little bit worried and to be feeling a little bit concerned. You would hope that there never is a fire and you never need the emergency services, but it's a good assurance to know that they're not too far away. And you gave the example a bit earlier of, um, you know, something happens out at Hawkesbury and, you know, the fire, the fire station there is temporarily closed because it doesn't have enough staff. Yeah. Well, then the next, the next station could be, you know, it's quite, it's quite a while away. And when you start talking about the regions, you're starting to talk 20, 30 kilometres. You're not talking just literally up the road. Well, that's right. I, just, I yeah. just think we can't take these risks. There are some things that you take risks with. Emergency services and fires are not one of them. All right. Well, uh, what they're saying this is that this proposal could more than double the amount of stations that could be taken offline. Among the stations which could be impacted are Corindai and Werris Creek in the Upper Hunter, Grafton and Sawtell in northern New South Wales. These sound to me like they're, well, certainly some areas that are fire-prone, the Central Coast, the Illawarra. So I guess we'll, we'll speak to the Minister about it and try and nut down into some truths here. Yeah, well, look, I, I look forward to hearing what he's got to say because, uh, you know, Corindai, say Corindai, the next place, place may be uh, maybe Scone. That's about, that's about you know, 15, 15 20 kilometres away. Yeah. Uh, you've got to make sure that you've got the people there. But, but I, I just think that it's for, for, for all the things that we could do that are good, I can't imagine that there's anybody in New South Wales who thinks that, you know, temporarily closing fire stations is a good idea or a sensible idea. And as, as I keep saying, you don't take risks with this sort of thing. There are some things that you can say, look, you know, we're going to take the risk. We'll see how it goes. When it comes to emergency services, when it comes to fires, when it comes to accidents, when it comes to chemical spills, we have to be extra careful. And I think certainly as a state, we deserve better than, than that notion that, well, we just can't staff it. The simple solution is this. Make sure there's enough staff. And my other worry that you've, that you've, you've touched on is that there's a potential that we could be increasing the number of stations that will go offline at any given time. Sure. Mate, that's a, the next step from there is you say, well, look, you know what? We can't get the staffing on a regular basis. We don't need this station anymore. Let's start shutting some of the stations down. And that would be the next step. I hope we never get there. But that's, of course, something that we've got to be cognizant of.